we're into work already, so we're on the, the downward slope towards the end. Um, a few of you in the group have mentioned about having a, like a kind of mid slump. The, the motivation at the start is really high and it's really natural that it kind of goes down and you're not as fired up as you went at the start. But from what I can see in the chat, everybody is still on it. So don't start telling stories of, oh, it's a mid slump and that kind of thing, because you'll start believing it and then you'll start behaving like it. So refocus, reset. Why did you sign up? What do we want to achieve in three weeks time? And how are we going to get there? And if you need help with how to get there, then that's when you reach out and give me a shout. So this week, we are looking at the pink and fluffy stuff. Now, I love this. I absolutely love it because I did. So this comes from a course I did called Positive Psychology. And it's basically the science of how to be happy on purpose. Like how instead of just waking up and going, I wonder if we'll be happy today or sad. Or you can take a little bit of control of it. So I'm not going to bore you to death with all the science behind it. I'm a complete geek and I love all the science, but I'll give you the bones of it so you understand it. And then this week, we're going to do some really practical stuff in the group about how we can just inject little moments of joy, little moments of happiness into your life. And therefore, it lifts your, lifts your spirits. And the happier we are, the nicer we are to ourselves, we'll eat better. I know when I'm in a grump, I eat rubbish. And I feel really good about myself, I eat better. So it, it, there, is a, there is a link there between your fat loss journey and your health and fitness. But this is the whole holistic, happy and healthy use that we're going to get. So I'll pop the chat up. Or you can unmute. There's only two of you on. Let's just unmute. Um, what does happiness mean to you? So if you were happy, how would you know? What would you be feeling, thinking, doing? What does happiness mean? It's not always the woohoo and jumping about. Um, for me, it's probably feeling feeling really happy with like my like in a social situation. So with friends and family. Like this weekend, I was with all my school friends. One of the girls was getting married, and it was just so nice to be with everyone, but also yeah. feel quite comfortable in my own skin with everyone. Yeah. So that's probably something that I noticed really recently. Was I was like, this is so nice and all, all of the girls were in a really good stage in their life like loads of them are pregnant loads of them are engaged it's just really that made me happy that was the only thing I could think of that's yeah. immediate also I'm cooking sorry that's fine that's absolutely fine <laughs> Christine what what does happiness mean to you still on mute sorry I muted you again just because there's background noise when there's yeah just just being content in life, just being, I don't know, just, uh, yeah, just being, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm content, um, generally, generally happy, sometimes a bit grumpy, but. That's normal, that's totally generally happy. happy all the time, are they? Um, so that's what I come up with, Christine, is when I was thinking, like, what does happy mean to me? I think it's contentment. Not feeling upset about things, not feeling like just feeling content. So there's many a time I'm walking on the beach with the dog early morning, sunrise, and I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. So I'm not like up here, like woohoo, happy. Um it's just this peace, peace and content, yeah. I think, is is what mine is. So it means something different to everybody. Um and it's it's important that you define happiness. So you're not constantly chasing this thing that you actually don't know what it is you're trying to chase. I'm gonna mute you again, Christine. Um, so how would you rate your current happiness? So one is I'm bloody miserable and 10 is I'm super happy. Where would you put on average? Every day is going to be slightly different, but where would you put it on average? 
usually around a six or a seven on an average day. So I love my job, but just like everyone else, it's got the mundane parts to it. It's got the admin bits. We oh, could see that far enough. Um, but there's other days, like Saturday, we had the a big buzz in the gym. Like I was probably a nine or a ten. Do you know, it, it fluctuates. But on average, I'd say a six or a seven. Where would you put yourself? Do you want me to put the chat box up? Is that easier for short, sharp questions? I would say I was probably a, a five and a half, six. Not on average. Again, yes. up and downs. But probably I get quite frustrated at myself and I do put a lot of pressure on myself as well. So I think, yeah, sometimes that, a five. That feeding back into that um, being happy in your skin, if you mm. could cultivate more of that then that would bring that score up wouldn't it and you mm. maybe wouldn't be so hard on yourself I'm happier with when I'm with my dog oh look at the dog mine is just what what do you mean cook fast oh yeah <laughs> dropping anything dropping anything. um Christine what about you where would you say you were average you're on mute again sorry that's me yeah probably around a seven or an eight Generally, this oh. week, get, or this last three weeks, getting the kitchen fist, fitted, maybe a bit lower. But... <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? We had hours done, and it was like every day I was walking around going, what else have you found that's wrong with this bloody house? Oh, oh I know, I know. Bit, oh, wow, yeah. Um, so, there are five kind of pillars or house of sustainable happiness. So, when we're talking about... Again, defining happiness in the first place. So when I'm happy, I'm not like, woohoo, and swinging from the rafters. Do you know, it's this peace and contentment. That's when I know I'm happy. So there's five parts to it. So having positive emotions, feeling good about things, having, having positive thoughts about your life, your friends. wrong and you're in a day and you, like, do you know, because it's all these negative emotions and they breed, same as positive emotions do. Health. Obviously, being happy and healthy, your health has to, to be in there and that's taking part of your body and your soul, whatever that means to you. Um, social connection. So there, Rosie, like you had your social connection on Saturday night. That made you feel really good. Meaning and purpose. So having some kind of goal or purpose in your life. That's been shown evidently to have huge um, impact on your mental health. So long-term unemployed people tend to have higher instances of clinical depression because they've not got that meaning and purpose. So even if you've got a job you hate, you've still got a goal in your day. You've still got something that you have to get out of bed for and go and do to your best of your ability. And normally, um, I think most of us have a job that impacts other people in some way. And without that, it can be really difficult. And that's why at the start of this program, we all felt amazing because I've got this goal, I've got this new challenge. Meaning and purpose and a goal. And then gratitude and optimism. Um, this is something that's massive. There's been so much research done around gratitude. Um, and I do gratitude da um, daily. And I just do three things. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's just that I've got a cup of coffee. Sometimes it's something amazing in my life that's happened. Sometimes it's just that I've got a cup of coffee in the morning. But looking for the positives and things, like I'm saying about negative emotions breed, positive emotions breed. So looking to recognise all the things that are going right rather than all the things that are going wrong. It's so easy, isn't it? Like when I speak to clients before they start, we'll often say like, oh, so what are you doing, you know, that will help you? And they'll start and tell me all the things they're not doing. Like that wasn't the question. 
Do you know, we're very easy, especially about ourselves, especially about ourselves. So each day for the next week, we're going to cover one of these um, kind of topics so you can pay a bit of attention to. But what I don't want you to do is go, oh, positive emotions on Monday, that's good. And then forget all about it. Try and build on it. Try and build on it. So positive emotions. So 50% of our emotions are predetermined by our genetics. So you all know some people that are naturally happy or naturally grumpy or naturally negative. It's just who they are. It's like their default. Um, my mother-in-law is the most negative person ever, but she doesn't think she is. It's just her default. That's how she does. She doesn't feel like she's being negative, but she just she'll find fault in everything. There'll be a drama here. There'll be something there. So 50% is predetermined. It's kind of who you are. Um, and then 10% is dictated by our circumstances or situations, things that happen to us. So you'll see that you have some people who, who maybe have horrendous things happen to them and they go downhill and they maybe start using drugs and go off the tracks. And you might have another person who the same things happened, same thing has happened to, but they don't go down that route. They come at it with a different mindset. So only 10% is dictated by your circumstances and situations. And that's a very powerful number to know so that you can kind of take yourself out that you can not play victim to your circumstances. And it can be horrendous things that happen, but 10%. You'll see, you'll, you'll know people who, um, I've got one friend in particular who she's just loves basking in drama and negativity and she just loves it. And I've got another friend who has had if I didn't know her so well, I think she was making a lot of this stuff up. She has had a horrendous year, like illnesses, um, grieving, uh, big other problems with her son. And it seems to be bang, bang, bang. She's had cancer. They found a brain shape. There's just lots of things. Um, and she's pretty happy go lucky. So it, it's 10% of what it is. I mean, how she is, I don't know. Because she, she just says, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> I was like, well. So 40%, so if you've got 50% predetermined, 10% dictated by your circumstances, 40% of how you feel is within your own control. So that's a massive amount. If you change your happiness by 40% by actively doing things, that's huge. That's huge. So this is a bit of the sciencey bit. So positivity broadens your mindset, builds resources, more likely to have have growth and success, be more optimistic, more open, more accepting, more driven by purpose. Positivity increases your chances of success. Do you remember when we were talking about self-limiting beliefs um, last week? Um, and we were saying your probability of success is nothing to do with your ability. It's more what you think about your ability. So positivity increases your chances of success, more likely to feel motivated, to have a positive mindset and mood. And it also, this won't be breaking news, also impacts your social social relationships. So if you are a positive person, then you're much nicer to be around than my mother-in-law, for example. <laughs> I avoid her at all. Um, especially if I'm maybe feeling a little bit down, I'm like, no, can't do you not with your mother today. Think about how you feel when you're feeling positive when you're in a group of friends versus if you're feeling a bit narky. And reduces conflict, obviously. So there's loads of there's loads of benefits. I don't need to tell you there's a benefit in being positive, but um, positive and neg negative emotions do different things to your brain. So positive emotions lead to positive outcomes. You can read them all there. 
And negative emotions can lead to negative outcomes as well. You almost write the script um, of how everything's going to go wrong. And then, like we've discussed, what you think you believe and then you behave in accordance. Um, so there's lots and lots. And there's been huge um, benefits shown around positivity and gratitude towards your physical health as well. So less incidents of heart attacks. Think about if you're happier, you're less stressed. Um, and social cognition. So mental cognition, how fast your brain works. It's just a nicer space to be in, isn't it? So there are 10 types of positive emotions. I love this. So amused, fun-loving or silly, all wonder and amazement, grateful, appreciative and thankful, hopeful, opt optimistic or feeling encouraged, inspired, uplifted or elevated, interested, alert or curious, joyful, glad or happy, love, closeness or trust, proud, confident or self-assured and serene, content or peaceful, which is what we've kind of already spoken about. What one of these do you feel most speaks to you? Which ones do you kind of identify with? It doesn't have to be something you feel on a regular basis, but which one do you, two or three, do you think, oh, that's me? This was a this was a game changer moment for me when I did the training because there was the next question I'm going to ask you is which ones do you do you experience least? Um, and mine were the three that I identified with. So when I did this, we'd just come out of lockdown. Everything had obviously been a bit up in the air, been at home a lot. We'd not had that social connection. So for me at that time, it was probably. I mean, this was for me to get qualified to teach this, but we went through our own journey as well, and it was it was really good timing, but. Um, so one, six and eight from Rosie. So amused, fun, loving and silly, interested, yes. curious and love, closeness or trust. What about you, Christine? Um, probably one. Mm -hmm. um, four. Yeah, and eight. Yeah. Um, so have a quick think and think about what ones do you not spend a lot of time in that energy? So for me at the time, so at school, I so my daughter is now doing it. Her school report is always, she works hard, but she, she's too much talking and giggling. That was me. Um, always carrying on. My mum gave me a row. I have memories of like water coming out my nose because we were trying not to laugh at the dinner table. And, and I thought I haven't been... Fun loving. It was all very serious. I was trying to build a business in lockdown. Everything had got really serious. I hadn't been like mucking around or just being my silly self. We went out for drinks yesterday. I'm still a bit hungover. I'm not going to lie. Um, one of the girls I was out with was then in the gym at six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> um, I'm not practiced enough. I don't drink an awful lot. So this is the result of, uh, of that. But we were very silly, very silly. The photos are hilarious. We found Mexican hats from somewhere. But it's good for the soul, isn't it? Like, although I feel a bit hungover today, I feel good. Like, we've had a good laugh, a good giggle. Um, and the other one was all wonder and amazement. I love a sunrise and that feeling, like, so that's exactly walking on the beach, feeling content, and I get this rise of energy when I see the sun coming up. It's just something that I really, really connect with. And I haven't done that that often either. So it was really good to be able to identify where's where's the bits that I don't do. So if, have a look and see if there's any that particularly stand out that you think, not done that for a while. Number 10. 
so yeah serene content or peaceful and that's hard because we're all super busy like it's running about manic isn't it um very occasionally um i get up in the morning i think i'm going to do this that next and then i'll think do you know what no i'm going to go back and lie in bed and watch some netflix thing especially if people are out if there's no kids kicking about and i love doing that but i don't do it that often but it fills my cup as, up as well so my ideal day would be a walk on the beach for sunrise and then back, cuppa, cosy up. Um, I couldn't do that every day. That would drive me insane, but every so often, and I think that's just where I feel feel peaceful. There's something special about your bed, isn't there? Um, and number four as well, hopeful, optimistic, or encouraged. So for the ones that you don't experience, write them down. And then after we've done the call, you want to write down as many ways as you can encompass that into your life in the next couple of weeks. So the things that you were lacking on, so the the calm, serene, how can you bring a bit of that into your life? Um, it could be, so we talk about like kind of like happiness snacks, so that it's not food. Um, like just little, like five minutes. How can you find that for five minutes throughout the day? So if it's not, it's not practical for me, I'd love to go to a yoga retreat and just chill out for the day. I do that maybe once every six months, but I can't do it every week or every day. But I do a, a 10 minute meditation in the morning. Um, walking the dog like I find that really peaceful they've ruined my woods with building this bloody railway so it's not as peaceful because there's bloody machinery in the background and all the rest of it but I used to love the woods and the trees and all that kind of thing so where can you find these little happiness snacks that you can put in, in the day if you think about it, if you did that five minutes every day at the end of the week you've done an extra half an hour of, of feeling happy serene, whatever it is um, but for me, the fun-loving and silly, I thought, oh, where's that Fiona gone? And my husband used to say all the time, everything's so serious. I'm like, I'm trying to build an empire. <laughs> but there's still room. There's still room for nonsense. And Jen, apparently. So I'm retired. My friend said, you just need more practice. I was like, nope, I'm retired. Um, <laughs> so, positivity boosters. What makes you smile? Really think about it. Write it down. Have you, like, what makes me smile list? Um, and something that was really good that came out of it was it the last six week challenge or the one before they started talking about uh, music and how songs certain songs make you smile and it was really funny because there was a couple of girls that I went to school with that were on it and they were naming songs saying oh that that makes me think of you and that makes me think of you so we all ended up creating our own little happiness playlist like all the songs that make you feel happy and it was hilarious like for days everyone's like oh oh and this one and this one and um, mine were all 80s cheesy stuff um, but what makes you smile? Like, do you know when you're driving along and the song comes on the radio, you're like, oh, what's this song? Do you know, things like that. So how can you start your day off? So even if you've got your happy playlist, play it while you're getting ready. So maybe meditation and, and writing a journal is not your thing, but maybe we can have like a happy playlist and you're starting your day in a much more uplifted mood. Think of your bestest favourite songs. Write down some activities that are guaranteed to give you a wee jolt of joy. Cuddling your dog. So this afternoon I did go back for a nana nap. I was like, I still feel sick. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. I still feel sick. Um, went back for a nana. The dog got in the bed and I turned round and you could just see her two wee paws and the end of her nose. She's right under the duvet. And I was like, oh, cute. Um, so what like, what makes you smile? What gives you little jolts of joy during the day? What do you do enjoy doing that you haven't done for ages? What are the, what's something that you absolutely love? So think about something where you... Don't think about anything else. You're not worried about what you're immersed in that activity. You feel free. You're not 
thinking about anything else at all. Mine was horse riding. I grew up horse riding. I had a horse when I was a teenager. And for me, it was like galloping on a horse. Like you're not, you're trying to hold on. You're not thinking about anything else, like the shopping or anything like that. But I hadn't been horse riding for years. I thought, oh no, that gives me a huge amount of joy, a huge amount of joy. So very expensive horse riding. So I go now and again. Um, but brainstorm ideas, like what are the things that can make you happy? So it might be like a big one-off thing, like going horse riding, or it could just be a cuddle in bed with the dog. Um, it could be something that grandkids do or or your kids do or your friends do. It could be the sunrise. Think of as many as you possibly can and then think about where you can put that in during the day. But one thing I want you to do is there's something that you love that you've not done for ages. And then make a plan to do it. It doesn't have to be this week, but make a plan that it's, you're going to do it. Creating little rituals in the morning. So the way you start your day is generally the way your day goes, isn't it? So do you know if you get up and everything goes wrong and then you're like, oh, it just started like that and it went downhill. Well, again, the opposite is true. If we can start it off really positively, then that will also grow. So think about three things that you can do in your day. One, when you wake up, now that might be your happy playlist, it might be a meditation, it might be watching the sunrise. These are things I like. It could be something completely different for you. Um, something while you're either driving to work or getting ready for work. A lot of people work from home these days, but something that you can do. So that could be the playlist. It could be an uplifting podcast. There's lots. I listen to a lot of kind of sciencey, geeky stuff because I'm that type of person. But I also listen to a lot of just feel good ones, and it makes you smile. It just makes you smile. And what's something you could do before bed so that you're going to bed feeling calm, serene, happy? Hopefully, not fun loving and silly. You'll never get to sleep. Um, but one of one of those ten on there that you are feeling before you go to bed, feeling accomplished, having a goal and a purpose for the next day. I love I love my morning routine because nobody else in the house is up. Not even the dog gets up at that time in the morning. And I get up and I, I, I'm genuinely excited about getting up the next morning. Um, and I have my coffee and I plan my day out. So I kind of know what I want to do. I have a rough idea, but I write it out pen and paper. Um, and then think about areas in your life. So just to flip this as well. So we've got all these positive things happening, but there will also be areas of your life where there's negative emotions associated with it. Could be your mother-in-law. <laughs> um, it could be feelings that are not pleasant. It might be situations that you that you are in. Maybe you've got a nasty work colleague or whatever it is. Think about them and how many can you negate with a positivity booster? How many can you negate? So if it is um, your mother-in-law coming and slagging your house off or whatever it is, whatever she's feeling negative about that day, how can I kind of flip that? So my mine is... I know what she's like. She doesn't mean anything bad by it. And I just try and make a joke of it. Um, so that it doesn't get to me. It used to get to me a lot. It used to really annoy me, but it's just who she is. That 50% genetics of just being a negative person, it's just who she is. Um, so think about, just like when we were putting habits in when we were talking before, like brushing your teeth, how could you make a positivity habit to put in your day and make it as automatic as possible? So it might be like getting into the car, I'm going to put my happy playlist on and I'm going to take some deep breaths and I'm going to enjoy my drive to work or, or getting ready for work or whatever it is. Putting your pyjamas back on. <laughs> we are having that discussion in the gym the other day, the people who work from home and come to the gym in the morning. They come to the gym, they train, they go home, have a shower, put their pyjamas on, get to work. <laughs> so I wouldn't do anything. But what, how could you make it automatic so you're not having to think, I better put that positivity booster in there. You, it's already automatic. 
So, have we got any questions about this? It will all become a lot more applicable as we go through the challenges. Are you guys seeing the challenges on the group? I don't know if Facebook's changed its... You're seeing it? You've seen them, the, the challenges on the group, yeah? That's fine. A few of them were saying, but um, I'm not sure if Facebook's changed its wee algorithm or not. But um, They should all be there. But So, every day we're going to do it, and I want you to get involved with them because this has a huge positive impact on your week. It really does. Even just having to think about it to answer the question, like, what was good, something good that happened today? I've got a little gratitude app in my phone, and it pings up at 9 o'clock. What was the best thing that happened today? And even if I don't write it down, it gets me thinking about it. So you're like, oh, no, there was good stuff today. Even if it's been a shit day, there will still be some good stuff that happened that day. All right, so we'll go through each week, each day, we'll cover one of these um, things. The Oxford uh, test. Oh, did we miss that one here? Did I fast forward? Um, so do the test, get yourself a score. Oh, where's it going? It was there when I looked at this this afternoon, I can tell you that done something to it but get your score and then at the end of the six weeks we're going to do redo the test so you can see if we've made a difference in an impact or not so there's an average let me bring it up on my screen here there's an average score don't worry if you're lower than it don't worry there was some last time it, this is just a score so just remember average is there was people a lot higher than that and there was people a lot lower than that but we're just going to try and bump that score up by the end of our six weeks so what are we going to action now? What's your thing, one thing that you're going to do to inject a little positivity booster into your day or week? Give me one thing. Go, Christine. <laughs> um, just try try to think more positive thoughts. Just try, try and start the day off in a positive foot. Yeah. And you know when it's the hardest to do is when when you're in a bit of grump. I get really tired, and sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't. The fuse law are, are quite challenging in the morning. It's also six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> so I'm like, I can't do this. And the other morning, I literally had to give myself a little positivity pep talk and go, go in. You're a coach. This is what you do. Go in and coach them to the best of their ability. Go in, enjoy it. And do you know what I did? And that was they didn't behave any different. It was me and my mindset that was behaving different. Because so sometimes I'm like, would you just listen to me? Um, but I just went in with a really calm but I had to almost give myself a pep talk about it so on your days when you're most crab it <laughs> are probably the days you need to give yourself more positivity boosters it's dead easy to do it when you already feel quite upbeat isn't it so try and pick the times you do it like when you really need it but yeah if you start on a positive everything will fall into place what about you Rosie? I think not let work stresses and people at work having a grump, like don't bring that home. Sometimes yeah. worry that I bring, like it's good to have someone to come back and like chat to about work when you're not in a work scenario. But sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I'm, that's a bit heavy. And then yeah. it brings my mood down and then it brings my partner's mood down. So this week I'm on my own. He's away up for work. So it's just me and the dog. So actually... I feel like when I'm at work and if somebody's being a grump, I might just be like, well, come on then, you know, we're all going to be fine. It's The world's not going to end. Yeah. And try it's and perspective flip it maybe. as well, isn't it? Because you can yes. get sucked into that that vacuum. I used totally. to work in quite a, a negative work environment. And when I first went in, I was like, oh, wow, this is, I'm not getting involved in it. 
but I could feel that there was one day I thought, mm. oh, wait, wait, I'm, I'm joining the party here. <laughs> I don't mm. want to join the party. But it, it, it breeds, doesn't it? So if you totally. started that a little bit more upbeat, mm -hmm. some people want to be grumpy, don't they? So they might be a bit like oh, positivity pants over there. But it's, yeah. it's contagious. Do you know, you might just start a little ripple effect. I think I'm the joker in our team. So I'm kind of always what could possibly go wrong and let's give it a go so I think I yeah. just need to like keep going everyone yeah <laughs> that can be taxing as well so you need to you need to look after yeah, that can be taxing if you take on everybody else's but also like for you having that line of deciding do you drive to and from work yeah 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 so almost having any kind of ritual even if it's just a wee statement that you say to yourself I'm home now this is yeah exactly work. yeah don't bring it back yeah, yeah that's true. Um, trying to look for somewhere that has an office because it's almost impossible. This is my kind of, we call it the red room because it's got red walls. <laughs> I don't know what, it's my office. But then I can hear Cora coming up, and down, you know, going up and down the corridor. So family life, work life's very mixed and that's really challenging and it has an impact. It does have an mm. impact. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, even if there's some kind of ritual of I'm home or like when you take, like I always, if I've been in the gym all morning, I come home and have a shower and I change out of gym clothes. As much as I'd love to kick about my gym clothes all the time, that that's effectively my work outfit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, just having that line of I am, I'm done, I'm done. Different energy, different energy. Mm -hmm. It's hard, but you can do it. No, it's true. If you have, mm -hmm. Even if you have did it, it's still better. Yeah. <laughs> And not then taking it in, and you're right. You do need a good grump and a moan sometimes, but like you say, if it's then having an impact on moods in the house, it's a job, isn't it? It's a job. Yeah, exactly. That is. No, that's good. Right. That's a good idea. Nothing changes if nothing changes. This week, honestly, I, I obviously I do it every week with you guys, and even though I'm not fully taking part part in it because I'm delivering it, I still am happier this week than any other week. So get involved in it. You should feel a wee difference. Um, any questions at all, give me a shout, but we are into week four. Um, if you have been suffering a wee bit with a, a bit of lack of motivation, remember it's, it's a lot, slightly tougher at this time of year. We're having a conversation about it's not actually any harder to go to the gym. It requires the same amount of energy to go in the sunshine as it does in the dark. It's the mindset. So refocus on why it's worth going out for that walk in the cold. Like mm. I had to talk myself into that run on Sunday morning several times. It was so cold. I could see how cold it was. But you know what? I didn't die. It was fine. My hands were a bit sore. But apart from that, it's absolutely fine. I'm glad I did it. You'll always be glad you did it. Um, anybody struggling with anything, they'll give me a shout. But other than that, I will leave you to your Monday evening. Let's rock and roll on week four. And I'll catch up with you during the week. Thank Have a good night. You. Thank you. Welcome. See you later. Bye. Bye.